Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, boy. Army Hammer in the news again. This time, yes. It's kind of a follow-up to what we've already seen on his private Instagram um, account that was leaked. There was a video of him walking into a hotel room, and he's making a joke about, um, you know, the his surroundings and there's a woman on the bed who's scantily clad on her hands and, and, and knees. And he basically implied that it was Miss Cayman. Mm. And so there was some concern by the organization. And so I believe it was them who spoke to the police. So they were the, com- what do you call it? The complainant complainant. Com- com- Complainant. 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 Um, But anyway, so police spoke to him last week about the footage. And he, if you recall, he put out a statement saying, hey, I would like to clarify that the person in my video, which was stolen from my private Instagram, is not Miss Kamen. I am genuinely sorry for any confusion my foolish attempt at humor may have caused. And then he went on to say, my sympathies to Miss Kamen, who I don't know, and to the entire organization. I had no intentions of implying she was actually Miss Kamen. Mm. Complainant. Complainant. No, no, no. Complainant. Oh, so I had it right the first time. Yes. No, no T in the middle. Complainant. Complainant. Thank you, Steve. I'm tired of Donna complainant all the time. <laughs> I'm funny, 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 Listen, what's going to happen with all this army hammer stuff? I don't all right. Know. Oh God! Then there's messages of him allegedly discussing killing a deer and eating its heart raw. Uh, now that's weird. Now you can hunt deer. Now that's that's a legal activity yeah. in most states. And, yeah, you could probably eat any part of it that you want yeah. to. I mean, if, if my cousin sent me that, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ew. yeah. You know, he's a big outdoor guy kind of guy. But the other stuff that, yeah, no. Yeah, something something needs to be fixed there. There was another story, I believe, that somebody, one of his friends in his circle, purposely released or leaked those videos in an attempt of a, um, uh intervention. Yeah. So that he would see, like, hey, this is bad. You got to stop doing drugs. You got to stop doing this crazy stuff. Right. So, oh, no. He seems like a very troubled man. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like he's got a lot of stuff that he has got to 
sift through and you get i get it i guess if i don't know if you're a desperate friend who's like this is gonna end very badly so if even i don't though do something leaking yeah. the video feels really bad it feels better than the alternative right so maybe this could be his rock bottom it kind of has shades of charlie sheen to me when he was just going on Twitter and talking about Tiger Blood, remember all that? It was just I, do. I would love to listen to an old oh. Charlie Sheen rant again because it was so, so crazy. Yeah. It was really disturbing because the things he was talking about made no sense. Yeah. And people were like, okay, somebody get this guy off the internet and get him some help. Yeah, like you're saying, like there's clearly something underneath here drugs or mental health issues that it's got to be a cry for help right yeah like the, why would whether any, they know it or not whether they know it or not exactly there has to be some sort of it's he's asking for help in a weird in, in a, yeah um, i mean cracking open a beer while you're behind the wheel of a motor vehicle and knowing you have young children and it's it's bad it's really bad i really 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 hope this has a better you know a decent ending Thank you. That is all I have today. Wow. Are you looking at Charlie Sheen's yeah, It's Now, I remember when I worked at Reels at the time, and we were doing a daily entertainment show, and so, of course, it was just Charlie Sheen every day Right. was the news. And then we had to watch these videos and write a story around whatever his latest rant uh, happened to be. Mm-hmm. Just really, it was really, really disturbing, and I, I, you know, I felt bad for his family because he had young kids, still has young kids. Well, they're older now; they're probably teens. And you know, his dad, the embarrassment, his yeah. brother—it's just—it's—it's very scary. I hope he gets help. Okay, now let's talk about Tom Holland. Oh, do you know who Tom Holland is? Not really. Was he the Spider-Man guy? He was the Spider-Man guy. I think I know who he is. He was the new, he's the new, the current Spider-Man. Remember Spider-Man uh, had Tobey Maguire. Then they had Andrew Garfield. Then they brought in Tom Holland. I'm I'm curious as to why they keep changing. Why don't they just use the same guy? Well, there was a distance between the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield. Uh, I thought a lot of people liked Andrew Garfield, but then it switched up. Again, to Tom Holland, who is very, not to say anything bad about those other two guys, he is very likable on screen okay. as Spider-Man. Really an easy watch. He just brings like this sort of boyishness to Peter Parker, okay. who is Spider-Man. Um, but anyway, there's this interview on Collider.com today that I saw where you ever not hear back from a boss and think, <laughs> okay. Well, this is the worst. Yes. Maybe you're waiting to get a job, you're, or you've emailed the boss about something, a meeting, and then a day or two goes by, and you think, oh, dear Lord, what has happened? Well, uh, Tom Holland said that he thought he was getting fired from the second, uh, from the first second that the Civil War, he was in Captain America's Civil War, his first appearance, which was when Captain America was battling Iron Man. And he pretty much thought, okay, I'm going to be getting fired here, saying from the moment of shooting Civil War to Spider-Man Homecoming, the first full movie for Spider-Man, I was convinced they were going to fire me. I don't know why Civil War hadn't come out yet, but I just didn't hear anything from anyone. I can't really explain it. It was awful. 
But they didn't. Obviously, it's been crazy. I've loved every minute of it. But there was this long gap where he went, he shot it. And probably when you go into shooting a big movie like that, you're hearing from producers and everybody's getting excited because there's the work that needs to be done. We got to get you on set and here's the here are your lines and all that. And there's a lot of conversation. And then once your part is done, there's a whole post-production process that they don't want to bother you with, that they need to focus on that. But to him, it just felt like silence. Right. And so here he is in this huge movie. And then he just thinks, well, that's it. I guess it's done. And by the way, regarding getting the actual, the role for the Spider-Man movie, because it sounds like he thought he had the cameo in Civil War. And then they decided they would go in a different direction Mm. for the Spider-Man movie. So he said there was, uh, quote, there was me and six other kids and Robert Downey Jr. was there. So we all tested with Downey, which was crazy. It's the best audition I've ever done. He and I were riffing off each other. My agents told me that Marvel likes you to learn the words exactly. You cannot improvise. And then on the first take, Robert Downey Jr. just completely changed the scene. Hmm. We started riffing with each other. And I mean, to sound like a bit of a, let's say, jerk, I'll edit for him there. I rang my mom afterward and was like, I think I've got it. Fast forward a bit. Now he's in another Spider-Man movie, his third Spider-Man movie. Robert Downey Jr. clearly liked him. But even these big stars who you just think they go through it all have the same internal turmoil when talking with employers and waiting to hear back from employers. Yep, yep. Turns out we're all human at the end of the day. Stars, they're just like us. Oh! <laughs> it does mess with your ego. You know, it does mess with your confidence. Yeah, right. Where then you start to negative talk and the... second guess yourself, and yep, for sure. You're right, Steve. You want to do a study? Let's do. I have two studies actually. Uh, you know, they say money can't buy happiness. Yes. And there used to be a threshold number. It can buy your happiness up to X amount of dollars per year, but after that, it's sort of negotiable. Well, now they've changed that number. Is there a sweet spot of money that you can earn to be quote unquote happy? We'll dig into that. And some other crappy Valentine's Day gifts that nobody wants when we return in according to a new study on Donna and Steve. Winning. Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. We should give a quick thank you to Chill Boys for supporting the Donna and Steve podcast. Oh, we have got love for Chill Boys. It's a Minnesota-based company. They offer the best men's underwear that I have ever put on my body. Yes. uh, Uh, Boxers and briefs for men, that's true. But women love wearing them, too. I actually put on a pair of boxers this weekend while cleaning the house. Ah. I could not believe how cool they felt. Like, continuously Cool. So here's what's happening with all of that. It's the fabric. They use super soft bamboo fabric. We're part pandas now. So you can keep the boys cool and dry. It's softer than cotton, I'm telling you. And if you're really active, helps fight odors as well. Yep. It is game-changing. Covered, Donna, this is real life. It's I soft, know, it's I'm cool, sorry. you'll love them. And hey, ladies. Ladies. Try them for yourself or get some for your guy. There's perks for both of you. Check them out at chillboys.com. Chillboys.com. Truly an amazing product from a great local company right here in Minnesota. Chill boys. Comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. And we got studies. You know why? Why? Because we're buddies. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown and here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Hi, everybody. It's Steve Patterson from the Donna and Steve Show in Twin Cities Live. We taste at 3 on Channel 5. 
Today's first study, Donna. What? You're so stupid. Today's first study is in the key of E. It's a beautiful resonant chord, isn't it? Yes, Steve. Pairs well with the A. All right, here we go. There was a study in 2010. You might remember that one, Donna. Yeah. And they found that money could, in fact, buy happiness. Okay. But it plateaus at $75,000 a year. More than that doesn't affect how happy you are day to day. This from the old study in 2010. So they said seventy-five thousand up to seventy-five thousand dollars a year can make you happy. Like you're, they would suggest then you're happier if you're getting seventy-five grand a year as opposed to thirty grand a year. Up to seventy-five k. After that, really didn't matter. Hmm. What but the in hell a news, is on Joey's head? In the new study, researchers had thirty-three thousand people use an app called Track Your Happiness. And they didn't see any kind of plateau. Basically, they found that yes, twenty bucks, of course, means you know it means more to someone who makes twenty five thousand dollars a year than someone who makes a hundred grand a year. But if your income doubles, you see a boost in happiness regardless of how much you were making before. So that that means that if you're making 100 grand you go up to 200 grand there is a boost in happiness even though the old study said after $75,000 all bets are off happiness is the same for everybody. Mm. Okay, that makes um, sense. So it gives you that same boost just like somebody going from 25 to 50 grand would feel a similar boost in happiness. And they think the reason is that money equals more what, Donna? Um more headaches. <laughs> Hang on, I can't I can't hear you guys right now. Somebody's pumping in um, country music yeah, into my headphones some, right now. I it's, think it's from another room. Do you think it's Bradley? I can't hear yeah. you guys at all. Hold what on. in the world is going on? Something from Bradley here. Grant, huh? run down the hall and tell somebody to turn the country music off. He is. Donna. Don't forget to say please. Did you do this? Nope. Can you hear me? Very, very low. Someone is pumping in country music <laughs> very loud to the point where I cannot hear you guys. It's a pretty nice song. I don't know who sings it or what the title is. Okay. But it's loud. All right. Don't worry about it. Everything's going to be okay. I just saw Bradley Can't in the anything. hallway. Oh, wow. Except that's... the country music. Oh, wow. That's most unfortunate. Uh, do you want me to finish your study for you? You don't. <laughs> okay. There's... Okay. There's a Dirks Bentley song. Okay. From. Okay, Amy. Okay, let me give you a play-by-play, everybody, what's happening. Can you hear what's happening in my headphones? No, we cannot. Um, Grant is fiddling with some buttons. B. Arthur just walked in. He's shrugging his shoulders. He's throwing off his mask. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's very bizarre. I'm hearing from a, uh, a station called B93.3. Oh. I wonder is where they're here? located. St. Louis, maybe? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Can you hear me now? I can hear you very lightly, but you have to understand, I'm hearing another radio host talk loudly in my ears right oh now. Oh my God, this is so in fun. In front of it. This is, is this pirate radio? Is that what this is? That used to be a thing out in California where you used to live. All right. Well, <laughs> while Grant so... is trying to figure oh. <laughs> that out, I will let you know that coming up shortly, we're going to be playing a little throwback Thursday music trivia. It is the one game that we play on this show. Yes, actually I'm back. Learned. Okay, there we go. Hey, Steve, how's it going? <laughs> hey, Donna. That's coming up, by the way, in about eight minutes. Throwback Thursday music yes. trivia. Okay. Can't wait. It's going to be fun. That was very bizarre. Live radio, don't try this at home. Yeah, we would really suggest you don't do that. Um, oh. Anyway, well, now we're back. Grant, are you okay? Yeah, sweating a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Was, it's all good. That's funny. Anyway, so money can buy happiness, so play Mega Millions. It's Friday. Okay, Um, okay, we got a couple minutes. Let's get into one more study. Valentine's Day, if you celebrate it, is coming up on Feb 14th. Wow. And a lot of people think it's a made-up Hallmark holiday and they don't have to do it. But other people get into it and try buying something for their significant other. Okay. They put together a list of the, based on a study, the, the most disappointing gifts. So if you give it to someone... These are the gifts that they would actually feel disappointed in. Oh, this is good. Okay. The most common gift that people would be disappointed to receive on Valentine's Day, furry handcuffs. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh, my God. What if you gave your wife furry handcuffs? Oh, Lord in heaven. It would not be great. I also, do you remember those commercials from a few years ago of the giant bear like the huge Valentine's Day yes. bear. Mm-hmm. If I brought home a giant, like six foot tall bear to my adult wife, <laughs> do you think, and they on the commercial make it out like you're going to score, like what a Valentine's night it's going to be for you. After you brought her home, a Chernobyl stuffed animal? No. <laughs> I actually got one of those in my first year of marriage with holding balloons for Valentine's Day. Well, now and I don't we know didn't how even to have feel. kids because at least if you have kids, you can just put it Recycle in the kids' room. It. Yes, yeah. yes. I Flowers know. was actually the second most disappointing gift what? to give on Valentine's Day. Twenty-eight percent of people responded and said they're disappointed if they get flowers. What do you want? Does it feel like you're just mailing it in? Oh, I suppose. Uh, let's see. Other ones on the list. I'll rattle these off here. A heart-shaped box of chocolates. A funny, mm. a funny card. <laughs> you know, hey, you like some humor on Valentine's Day? I always love a funny card. Twenty-four <laughs> uh, percent of people are disappointed if they get lingerie on Valentine's Day. Although the recipient's always pleased. Or no, 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 the giver. The giver right. is the one. Is like, honey. I'm I've actually gotten you. lingerie too once before, and I was, and it was good. It was like uh, nailed it because it oh. wasn't like crazy. Yeah, it wouldn't have come like with a bonus for the furry handcuffs. Right. And it actually fit. 
And it yeah. had a little it had a little give to it, you know. I'm so good. I'm good. I'm good. Right. We don't need any more <laughs> descriptions from you telling me what your lingerie fits like or if there's give and where the give is. Bye. Bye. Throwback Bye. Thursday music Keyword trivia. Ham. Oh, oh, all right, we'll play. Cut it off. All right. All right. Goodbye. Don't worry. Everything's under control. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show. And that other guy, Buffalo Bill in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, it was up, actually up in Brainerd. Oh, okay. There's a radio station in Brainerd that came through. And they oh. were about to play a little Jason Aldean after their commercial break. Oh, good to know. <laughs> yeah. I wonder which song. Me too. Right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. We're back on track. Let's do it. Wine, shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present Throwback Thursday. We need to go back in time. We gotta go old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Patterson to quiz longtime radio disc jockey Donna Valentine on old school tunes. Well, this just sounds like a blast to me. Steve, watch out. Throw it back, yeah? All right, Donna. (laughs) After your request... We did two different iterations of Throwback Thursday music trivia. You last week on the air Mm. said that you did not like them and you wanted to go back to the old way of doing things. We've always known you've struggled with change. (laughs) And so I have decided to, uh, to grant you your request. Thank you. We will span the decades here and we will start as far back as Dateline 1968. This artist recorded his version of the Bob Dylan song all along the Watchtower at Olympic Studios in London. Rolling Stone Brian Jones was on percussion and Dave Mason from Traffic played the 12th string guitar. They played on the session. The track was released in the United States as a single in 1968. It peaked at number 20 on the charts. Name the artist. Um, can you repeat the first, first part? First line. This artist recorded his version of the Bob Dylan song All Along the Watchtower oh, yeah, in 1968 yeah. at Olympic Studios in London. <laughs> first and foremost, I want to tell you this. I believe in you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, All Along the Watchtower, is it like a... Does it start with an E? Uh, no. It does not start with an E. Why don't you tell me what it starts with? Um, <laughs> well, think about it. Think about it. Okay? Right, think so about it. I was thinking Eric Clapton. It is not Eric Clapton. That's why I didn't lock it in. Um, and then I'm happy I was you didn't. thinking, oh, I'm watch A Jimmy? Is it a Jimmy? There could be a Jimmy here. Uh, is this Jimmy a guitarist of note i think so is jimmy still with us uh jimmy is not still with us does jimmy's last name start with an h (laughs) it does is it jimmy hendrix are you gonna lock that in yes i am thank you donna valentine wow how does she nice ring the bell Come on, right? Yeah, that's great. Hey, I'm gonna be on out of here. Dateline. God, I'm gonna be on out of here. Dateline. Oh, 
Gosh, Donna, you really chapped my behind. You know that? <laughs> Speaking of behinds, uh, we've got quite the story coming up in the final stretch of the show. Oh, yes, we do about a dinosaur butt doctor. Stay with us for that. And that's true, <laughs> kind of. Dateline 1978. 78. 78. Okay. The soundtrack album for this movie started a 24-week run at number one on the U.S. album charts. It went on to sell, get this, over 30 million copies worldwide. Okay. Making it the best-selling album yeah. of yeah. all time. Yep, yep. Name the movie. Greece, final. Okay, now hang on a second. <laughs> hang on a second. I should, probably shouldn't lock that one in. I, well, I, I, it didn't sound like you were going to. No. It, it wasn't your... When you say final and you're locking it in, it's final. Right, right. But I, I think, yeah. Right. No, not at all. Um, so having nixed that one from your potential list, mm-hmm. we're in 1978. Yes. A movie soundtrack, 30 million copies sold, best-selling movie soundtrack album of all time. 78 is the tricky part. Um, could this be... Um, does Barbara Streisand have anything to do with it? Not to my knowledge. Okay. Has there been a remake made of this movie? I don't believe so. Okay. Um, I'm going to need a hint, Bob. I will give you a hint. Okay. One of the actors from Greece... Was in this movie. Okay, got it. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, so this movie is called Saturday Night Fever. Get a COVID test. Uh, lock it in. Come on, Donna. Way to go. Yes! Nice yeah, job. How does she do it? I don't John know. John Travolta. Bee Gees. John Travolta. Yes, that is true. Was in both of those movies. Indeed. And the Bee Gees. Love them. Oh, such a good soundtrack. Tragedy! Ready, Brady, Brady, Tragedy! You sound like you're getting tickled when you start singing in the middle there. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm two for two. Let's go. Dateline 1987. Okay. I was four. Stop it. Keith Richards inducted this female powerhouse into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was the second annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Awards. It was oh. held in New York City of Walking Yeah. Huh. Keith Richards later took part in a jam with Bruce Springsteen, Chuck Berry, Bo Diddley, Roy Orbison, Sting, mm-hmm. and Daryl Hall. But back to the female powerhouse that he inducted in year two of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Awards. Oh, geez. Name 87. Her. And she was the first? I did not say that. I said but Keith it, Richards inducted this female powerhouse at the second annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Awards. Okay, she was probably the first. Okay. Is, does her name start with an A as in uh? Oh, the A goes, uh, you're doing good with your phonics. Yes, it does. <laughs> your phonics. Uh, <laughs> does the second syllable start with a R? I feel like we're doing distance learning with my five-year-old again. <laughs> yes, it does. And I'll respond just the way we do. Yes, very good. Uh, is it followed by an E? Yes, what sound does an E make? E. <laughs> Aretha uh, Franklin. Uh, Aretha Franklin. Uh, Lock it in. Yes. Donna, wow. 
You are doing so good. It's I'm fun good. to do this test with you. Thank you. <laughs> three for three. Dateline 1992. Uh oh. Blind spot. Blind spot. This artist <laughs> pleaded guilty to assault and battery charges after an incident outside of a West Hollywood restaurant. Mm. He was fined $2,700 in order to appear in a series of anti drug commercials. Name him. Okay, 92. Who did he assault? We don't have that information available to us here, but it was assault and battery charges that he pleaded guilty to. Is this artist part of a band? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. But, but he performs with a band. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, like, there's someone playing drums for Eric Clapton, but it's not called, like, Eric Clapton and the Claptonians or whatever. Right, right, right. Uh, can I please have a, uh, a hint? A picture of the person? I'll send it over <laughs> to you now. A hint, Bob. Identify this celebrity. Uh, this person, to my knowledge, okay. to my knowledge, had blonde hair. Uh, does his name start with a t? 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 No. What letter makes that sound? A T. It does not. Okay. But he's a blonde. I believe. Of uh, a towhead. Very blonde. I've never heard that until recently. Cool. Okay, he's a blonde. He's a blonde. Is he an American? I don't think so. Nope. Okay. Not on my watch. Is he an L? L? I don't think so. I don't know this answer. <laughs> yes. You hey, Donna. Okay. Punk rock. Okay. Is it a Sid? It isn't. Is it a Johnny? It's not. <laughs> now think about this. This is really gripping. 1992. Uh, okay. If you worship something that you shouldn't, you one might call that a blank in your life. Devil. Uh. Not I. Not helping. I'd. Ida. Idol. Did you say Billy Idol? Billy Idol. Whoa, final. Donna. Oh my gosh, that's insane. Wow. Insane. You did good on that Thanks. one. That took too long. I agree. Did you see any of those commercials? That's what I thought might have helped. Maybe you saw these anti-drug commercials. No. And then you probably shouted back at the TV. That's a load of malarkey. Pass that. <laughs> okay. All right. We're just going to do one more to put this segment out of its misery. Yes, real bad. All right. Dateline 2012. Blind spot. They can't all be blind spots. I was 29. <laughs> okay. Fine. This singer was at number one. Uh, well, you know what? I'll do it in a different way. Adele was at number one okay. on the U.S. album chart with okay. her second studio album. It had five hit singles, including the lead single, Rolling in the Deep. Okay. It's now sold over 26.4 million copies worldwide. Name the album. Um, it is, uh, I'm going to call it 21. 20. What were you going back and forth with there? 20. Okay. And 21. I think it's 21. Do you want to lock that in? Yes. Donna Fallon. Final. 
Yes. Did it again. Woo! You did it again. Thanks, Steve. It is a privilege to be a part of it, to watch your brain work. <laughs> iron sharpens iron. Thank you. Did we get our Facebook uh, no. question in? Didn't go up. Okay, well, we got some emails in response to the Facebook Oh, and our, our question was, tell us about a reply all fail that you've had. One of those embarrassing moments. Donna's coming off of one yesterday. Oh, God. Are we going to reset the table <laughs> no, when we come back? No, I don't want to. No. Well, if we do the question, though. It's not just... even the reply all that's embarrassing. It's the math. Yeah, mm. it's all of it. It's all of it really came together. Bad. No. We'll, uh, we'll just we'll... read your responses. All right. Also, we'll tell you what a dinosaur butt doctor found <laughs> when we come back. <laughs> okay, Donna great. and Steve on my talk. And we're back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071 Everything Entertainment. It's the final stretch of our show. <sighs> <laughs> I'm going to be refinancing my um, my mortgage, you know. Oh, wonderful, Donna. That's great. Yeah, it's really nice that they shame you in the documents. Okay, hang on. What do you mean? (sighs) Donna Valentine, (laughs) comma, an unmarried woman in all caps. (laughs) Living alone. (laughs) Right? With her sad old fat dog. I mean, what is that? An unmarried woman. (laughs) Why does it have to say that? Oh, my God. Just to know that I'm the only person on it. I mean, this this day just cannot get any better. You are just so funny. (laughs) (laughs) And it is in all capital letters, all caps, an unmarried woman. Can you believe it in this day and age? Oh, my God. (laughs) You know what we love? You're so vulnerable. You just show us all of it. And that's what's so great about you, Mm, Donna. uh Uh-huh. This is going, this is like... Going to be followed by something humiliating. No, no, no. So our boss, uh, we, we were asking you about a reply all fail. Our boss, to quickly reset the table, was asking uh, folks who work for radio, if you've done any community service, volunteering in organizations, could be at your church, could be at a nonprofit, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, <laughs> and, and he was very clear, like, nothing's too big, nothing's too small. Let us know about anything that you've done, and that way we can add that to our report. <laughs> And uh, Donna replied all, which is already, you know, just a rookie move there. She replied all. And then she put, essentially, sorry, Dan, wasn't able to get much in this year. See below. (laughs) Where she proceeded to document 800 hours of volunteering. (laughs) And that volunteering, what did Mother Teresa do, you asked? What kept her so busy? was that she fostered a dog, which is a lovely and beautiful, big-hearted thing of you to do. They should include that on your refi paperwork. (laughs) But, you know, if you really look at it, you could argue it's like she said she did 800 hours of having a pet. (laughs) She she then further denoted 40 hours for belly rubs. No, no, I did it. I did it, and then I was like, I don't know, because I was trying to get it done, right? And I'm like, I I have... I don't know how to measure that, you know, because there's picking an animal up that is over an hour away and then bringing it back home and then taking it to the vet and then meeting with potential adopters. I'm like, I don't know how to measure it. 
So I measured it by days and hours in the day. So she put 800 <laughs> hours of tireless toiling for those in need. Milton by the Gladwell way, over here. Uh, Wendell Wilson sent me a uh, an email. Thanks, Wendell. And he said uh, another way of putting uh, Donna's volunteering time. You could also have just put I volunteered for two million eight hundred eighty thousand seconds in 2020. <laughs> and the fact that it was just, it was a slow year for me. Dad, so please the, bear with so my 800 hours. Off the air, I'm telling Dawn this. I'm like, I want to <laughs> crawl in a hole right now. This is prior to realizing I hit reply all. Oh. I'm just humiliated You're by all. the hours. And then she goes, oh, yeah, I saw that. And, and I'm like, what? what do you mean you saw it? I go, how did you see that? She's like, oh, you hit reply all. And I'm like, no! Oh, boy. God, kill me! Uh, some of you responded on our, uh, sent us an email of your reply all fails. Kathy said after a work party for the company, someone sent an email to all employees thanking everyone for coming to the party. I uh, meant to reply all and just say it was a good time. Instead, I replied all and I said I was a good time. Oh, Ooh. God. That's funny. All right, we do have Christine on the line. Uh, let's just go straight to Christine. Good morning. Hi, hi, Christine. What's your reply all story? Hey, Donna. Hey. Um, well, it's so funny because somebody, we don't know who, sent an email to, we. I work for a gigantic company, just gigantic, Noble and she break. sent an email re- to everybody, thousands of people, saying, join me in wishing Holly a happy birthday. And nobody knows who Holly is. <laughs> And it went out to literally everybody. And so everybody started responding, thousands of people. I mean, everybody's email was blowing up and just going nuts with people either saying happy birthday, Holly, whoever you are, or please stop hitting reply all. That is awesome. It was nuts. Happy birthday, Holly. Yeah, well, the funny part is the company ended up having – a sense of humor about it, and they made a T-shirt and like a mug that <laughs> is for purchase. There we that go. Says, Happy birthday, Holly, on it for with a little purchase. picture of an email thing on it. <laughs> That's the State Fair T-shirt for Donna. <laughs> Reply all. God. There you go. Thanks, there you go. Thanks for sharing that, Christine. That that has a really fun ending. I like that. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wendell yeah. had another story that he sent. It's a very lengthy email, so I'm not going to read it. <laughs> you, don't have to. you don't have to. You've done enough today. And frankly, Thank this year, you. coming off of such a busy year, mm-hmm. 800 hours. That is 20 work weeks, by the way. Not because, weeks. No, it's no, not weeks. No, it is, though, I think, because you work 40 hours in a week. Oh, yeah. So 40 times 5 is 100. No, oh, jeez. Nope, that's not correct. All right, stop saying math. doesn't matter. Math. It's a lot. Stop saying math words. Hang on. 800 oh, divided God. by 40 Equals 20. That's 20 work weeks. Okay. It's 20 work weeks. You said I did 20 work weeks worth of volunteering. And I didn't. And I I need to just delete my email, please. Make like it never happened. Oh, hey, here's a story that can deflect some attention. Oh, you goody. know, I'm a sucker for a butt doctor. <laughs> and there's kind of sort of a butt doctor who made an incredible discovery. Scientists, this from the avclub.com, were excited to find a dinosaur's perfect uh, vent. Let's call it a vent. Like the... His curly? His... Ew! What does that mean? Disgusting, Grant. What does that mean? You you are... You're suspended. His curly? (laughs) What (laughs) What is that? Well, you said vent. 
So That's th- much better his, than a curly his balloon knot. <laughs> You're worse than me. I don't want to hear the word curly. You're the one who used the curly terminology. Oh, no, I've never heard that. Well, no, it's because of our conversation with Dolly Parton and curly oh. and then the fart thing. And he said, vent. Oh, I'm trying to tie the show back in. Balloon knot? Now you've ruined right, balloons just the bee, for me, the, just Bob the Ross. The actual butt, Dolly Parton. The, but the the no, but it was the balloon knot that they realized was perfect. <laughs> they said it was a multi-purpose hole that they discovered of a well-preserved Pisicatosaurus or something like that. It's it's scientifically known. Good story. Man. <laughs> it's scientifically known as a cloacal vent. Is what okay, it's technically. Anyway, they saw it and they said that it's really, really like perfect in terms of how it's been preserved. Most similar to a crocodile's balloon knot. (laughs) (laughs) The BK. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're on BK for me. I think I heard that like on Family Guy or something. I think it was Stewie described. (laughs) (laughs) I could totally see that. I'm quoting Stewie. You guys, you suck today. I'm so mad at everybody. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, Donna's got to run. She, of course, has some volunteering to get to. (laughs) I got dogs to be petting. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh, gosh. Well, good talk, guys. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, Colleen and Bradley are going to be coming in. I'm sure they'll have, like, useful information to share with everyone today. Um, I'm going to go to Twin Cities Live. That'll be on today at 3 o'clock. I'll be crawling into a hole. Or a balloon knot. Ew, David. Oh, all right. No, Colleen and Bradley definitely coming in next. Thank you, everybody, for the emails and the calls today and, and the support. It was much needed. Tomorrow's Friday. Yeah. Friday. Friday. Yeah. All right. Bye, Steve. All right, I love you guys. All right, it's all right. You, you don't have to keep you. doing that. Right. I love you guys.